video is just so important to my fitness business because people need to see, especially when you're talking about virtual training, they don't know what it is. They need to see what virtual training is. So by doing um, pictures and interviews and stuff like that, them understanding, wow, that is really cool. I want to give that a try. All comes from video. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. So I'm beginning to think that there are really not very many things that aren't starting to move online. Think about education, for example. There's more and more online interactions and resources in a classroom these days than ever before. Retail? Well, bricks and mortar shops are struggling, aren't they? What about medical? Well, thanks to video technologies and emerging tech such as VR and more, more and more medical interactions and diagnoses are taking place via the internet. Who would have thought it? What about personal training? It's physical, right? not virtual, you've got to actually lift the weights, do the burpees and be motivationally shouted at by your trainer, right? Well, my guest today is doing just that, taking personal training virtual and it's a growing industry. G'day and welcome back to episode 56 of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, where we dive deep into the world of effective video marketing to attract your tribe and grow your business. Now, Jeff McMahon is the owner of Total Body Construction. He's a virtual PT who has a list of entrepreneur clients that may be familiar to many listening to this show, such as Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire, Jeff Wenberg from Lead Pages, and many more. Now, Jeff and I met in person last November in London at Chris Ducker's Youpreneur Summit. You may remember hearing me talk about that on this podcast before. And straight away, after hearing Jeff's story, I was super interested to hear about his business, which effectively takes the traditional role of a a personal trainer and through the power of video tools, enables him to deliver his training remotely to his clients wherever they are in the world. There's actually a lot that we can learn and think about for any business currently operating mostly face-to-face or locally. And I look forward to sharing this interview with you as Jeff and I chat more about the pros and cons of taking personal training virtual. So let's get on with the show and roll with my interview with Jeff McMahon from Total Body Construction. Right, Jeff McMahon, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Ben. So happy to be here, buddy. Yeah. So so we actually met in London at the Youpreneur Summit last year. And um, if you've been listening to this show for a little while, uh, guys, you've, you've probably noticed I brought on a couple of guests that I met in London because I met so many awesome people who are, who had their own different areas of expertise and interest. And and Jeff, the reason why I wanted to get you on today is is obviously your area of virtual training is something that I think is really interesting to explore, and and I think it's going to be a great conversation. So thanks for agreeing to come on. Yeah, I'm excited to share the story and inform your audience all about it. So let's start by hearing your story. So what got you started in this world of 
personal training, but then this world of virtual personal training as well? Um, personal training was because I went to college to be a, a surgeon. And after my second year of pre-med, I was told that I couldn't go into med school because I'm red, green, blue, orange, colorblind. But I knew I still wanted to help people. I was big into sports and um, fitness. And so got into personal training right out of college and fell in love with it immediately. And I've been doing it for almost 11, almost 12 years now. So I've been doing it for a while. But I got into virtual training because my mom had a stroke and lost the use of the left side of her body. So with her going to stroke support, um, she asked me if um, there's any way I could help out her other stroke support friends in doing um, rehab because they couldn't always drive to physical therapy and stuff. And so we did a few runs through, um, back then it was Hangouts, Google Hangouts, and you know, got, a, um, got some help with some of those people and then she moved away so it wasn't in the same group. And I still like the idea of doing um, you know, virtual helping people via you know, Skype or FaceTime or whatever. So I honestly reached out to Pat Flynn. I don't know if you guys know Pat Flynn, but he's a big online podcaster. And um, he mentioned in his podcast that he wanted to train for a triathlon. And so I told him that I would be um, his virtual coach. And he wrote back and said, awesome dot, 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 what's virtual training? And I'm like, I have no idea. I got to figure this whole thing out. So four years ago, he was my first client and perfected the craft ever since. So explain to us and, and to the listeners, what is personal training? Um, you know, obviously people understand a personal trainer is something, you know, someone who's maybe at, at the gym with you or at the park and, you know, running you through exercises. But uh, what, what do you do as a virtual trainer? Virtual training is pretty much the same thing as being able to go to the park or to the gym, but now you get to do it at the comfort of your own home. So you save time going to the gym. You don't have to worry about gym membership. Don't have to worry about finding babysitter for your kids. I'm you know, at my house, you're at your house, and you have the accountability and the convenience that was never there before for personal training. So you know, we'd all say, oh, I'd love to have a chef in my house making my meals. I'd love to have a trainer in my house taking me through workouts. Well, you know, the DVD systems used to be great with P90X and all that stuff. But once you go through it, you're never going to do it again because no one holds you accountable and you get bored. Well, now with a trainer, you can do all of the workouts. You can, you know, always have new things that are happening. And you have someone to hold you accountable, make sure you're not getting injured, watching your form answering your questions on injuries, you know, nutrition, all that kind of stuff. And it is pretty much the wave of the future. You know, I've been doing it for, I've been a trainer for over a decade and now about 70% of my people are virtual and about 30% of my people are in person. So a mass majority of my business has been transferred to virtual because it's just so darn convenient. I mean, there's nothing better than even for me, I get to wake up, go in my um, basement, train, and then go back upstairs and hang out with my family. That's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. So talk us through what a typical setup would look like, because I imagine that it's primarily using a, a you know, web video camera. Um, you know, what, yep. what, does a, what does a client require on their end and, and what do you require on your end from a, from a setup point of view? Um, for the client, they need something with a camera, whether it's their phone, tablets or you know laptop slash desktop computer um 
I usually start everyone with just a set of dumbbells and a stability ball. 90% of people already have equipment they've bought over the years and just sits in a closet. So most people have more than that. So that's what I start off with people just so it adds variety to the workout. So nothing that takes up a lot of space, nothing that takes up a lot of cost and something you can use over and over again using all the different kinds of exercises. So on the client aspect, it's pretty bare bones as they you know want to do more we'll add resistance bands we'll add kettlebell we'll add bosu ball but that's as the client you know progresses and wants to be adding more um tools to their rep, um re, uh, routines and stuff and then from my end being the trainer the same thing as far as the camera goes either on my phone um then i got a tablet and i got an ipad then i got um you know, a laptop that I'd take with me. So if I'm traveling and stuff, it's just easier to see in a bigger screen. Um, and as a trainer, I will use a Bluetooth just so as I'm um, demonstrating push-ups and all the other different exercises, people can hear me clearly and not, you know, my face um, pointed away from the camera and stuff like that. So, and then I usually have whatever equipment that I know the client has. So if they have, you know, barbell and dumbbells you know i'll have something along those lines or if i'm traveling i'll use a broomstick to mount you know, to match a barbell so they can see the form and stuff like that but the best thing about it is i can you know take you through the reps make sure i'm pushing you so you're getting the results that you want to see and i can watch your form so just like a trainer other than spotting you on an exercise it's the same thing as having a trainer physically in your house yeah. And I think, you know, obviously that's the power of, of this technology that we have access to now with video and video calling and things like that is, yeah, you're pretty much able to do everything that you would be able to do when you're in, when you're in the room with someone, right. I mean, apart from yeah. physically helping them lift something or, or, or touching them, but effectively it's the same sort of, the same sort of service, would you say? Same sort of stuff. I mean, I demonstrate how to do the exercise. I watch you doing it to make sure your form is right and your intensity and stuff like that. And <clears throat> I'm there to answer your questions, joke with you, you know, see how your day is, build rapport, all that kind of stuff that you want from a trainer that um, you would get at a gym. So what about negatives though? Are there any challenges to, to training virtually like this um, where the technology maybe isn't quite there yet or something like that? Yeah, the basically the two main challenges is going to be um, the can you know the Wi-Fi connection for that person. So if they have bad internet or you know don't have uh, high-speed internet like we have in most cities, like I have some clients that are in rural areas like farmland and stuff where they got hundreds of acres of land around them and internet's a little spotty, that gets a little bit more difficult. Um, so just having a good internet connection is key. And then the second part is going to be, um, you know, I, a lot of my stuff like with my degree is like massage therapy and checking out muscle injury. So I can't literally massage your leg for you to fix a knot that you might have, but I can show you how to stretch it and use a foam roller and achieve the same thing, but it's just a little bit less hands-on than, than that part goes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to talk a little bit about your, about how you actually are marketing your business or have experimented with marketing your business through, through video as well. So I, I think we've established that video is a big part of your implementation yes. or the delivery of your service. But, you know, how have you been using video or experimenting with using video to actually get the word out there about your services? 
Um, the biggest thing for me, especially in the fitness world is Instagram and Facebook. Um, so a lot of my videos, well, especially like my Instagram stories are always going to be showcasing different exercises my clients are doing while doing virtual training. Like one has a punching bag in his, um, living room. So we do punch, you know, boxing exercises and stuff like that. And to just show that, you know, that's just as much fun as being in a gym while working out at home. I do a lot of Facebook lives and then boost and or do ad campaigns to promote those bad boys. And then I also do um, a website called Revio, R-E-E-V-I-O.com. And they have different templates that you can add your own videos that you record in pictures. And it makes it into like a commercial almost video ad that you can use for Facebook and stuff like that. So um, video is just so important to my fitness business because people need to see, especially when you're talking about virtual training, they don't know what it is. They need to see what virtual training is. So by doing um, pictures and interviews and stuff like that, them understanding, wow, that is really cool. I want to give that a try. All comes from video. So what would you say has been working best for you out of all those different areas that you've been, that you've been working with? What, what's working best for you right now? The best would be Facebook ads to a video. Um, so I'll have it as a, you know, call to action or something like that for the video to, you know, download this thing and stuff. And people, when they see, you know, me on a computer and my client on the other end of the computer for a quote unquote ad or commercial I'm doing for Facebook, then they're like, wow, that, that guy's working out and he's in his garage and, you know, just in his basement. What is this? Let me read more about this. That's been the biggest, um, I guess, results and things like that. Like I get people watching my Facebook video for about 78% of the entirety of a you know minute and a half or two minute video, which most people last for, you know, five to 10 seconds. When I'm getting 78% of my video watch, that's a pretty good thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, so what would you say is when it comes to, to the videos that you are doing, would you say that they're more instructional or are they just to paint a picture, I guess, for our listeners of the kinds of videos that you are doing, are they instructional or are they more educational or like, are they showing people how to do more brand awareness? Yeah. So I'm not in showing like how to do a push up or the, um, things like that, I'm showing that virtual training exists. So, um, you know, two parts of my marketing is to attract trainers to want to do virtual train as opposed to having the traditional mindset of needing to own a gym or, you know, belong to a gym. And then second, attracting the customer, thinking that they need to drive to a gym, get a gym membership. Like I was just getting my teeth cleaned last week and then the hygienist who has two kids has a membership to the local YMCA gym hasn't been there in over a year, but pays $45 a month. And she was like, Oh, you do virtual training. Tell me more. So right there, people want to do it. They just don't know that it's out there. So most of my videos and everything is for brand awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I guess it's also, it's awareness around what is this personal or virtual training thing? Cause I think right. it's an industry that a lot of people don't really uh, understand even exists. So, I mean, it's like we said at the outset here is very much a face-to-face -face industry. Typically, um, you know, where do you see the, the training, the personal training industry moving? Do you see it moving a lot into this virtual space or do you think there's always, there's always going to be the, 
face-to-face, hands-on training as well? If they were smart, they would go into the online space. I mean, as it like I own um, a 5,000 square foot personal training studio in Cincinnati, Ohio. And being a gym owner, I know what it costs to have insurance, the utilities, the um, equipment, you know, the security system, all that kind of stuff that goes into it is very costly. So for someone owning a gym, it's not a cheap thing to do. And you're always struggling to get more people in and you're stuck to whatever geographical location you have. Whereas now, if you think about it, I can, you know, I have clients in Saudi Arabia, England, Puerto Rico, Philippines, all over the United States. And I live in, you know, the central part of the United States. So being able to have access to that many people that I can help and touch and change their lives, um, is going to be the wave of the future just because people need more convenience to be home with their kids and stuff like that. So um, insurance companies are doing, you know, doctor visits via Skype or whatever kind of video platform. Um, and I think the personal training will be um, the next wave of the future for fitness for sure. Until virtual reality comes out and then it'll be a whole be, yeah. different realm. It'll be an interesting space. Absolutely. Hey, Ben here. I just want to take a moment to help you out with something. If you, like many of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast listeners, are looking for ways to do video for your business better, then keep listening. I've put together a free Foundations video course designed to help you better understand the fundamentals of effective online video strategy for your brand or business. The three-part video series will step you through the roadmap to ensuring you know what videos to make and why, so you can get started the right way with video for your business. To jump in right now for free, head on over to engagevideomarketing.com foundations. I can't wait to see you there. So let's talk about scalability a little bit because obviously, you know, you're still, when you are doing the one-on-one personal virtual training, it's still your time directly with your client's time, just, you're not in the same physical location, but you know, what are, what are some ways that you see this, these technologies in particular, the ability to use video in order to scale this idea. And we were talking before we hit record here about, uh, about your upcoming bootcamp kind of offerings. So can you tell us a bit more about, about that? Yeah. I'm launching my very first um, women's only virtual bootcamp starting up in two weeks, hopefully by July 23rd is our tentative start date. And that will be where a live trainer is taking a group of people, um, you know, anywhere between 25 up to 100 people per class and allowing them to be in the comfort of their own home or if they're at work, you know, whatever time of day they are to um, join the live class will get them a the accountability that they need B the friendship around it. Um, to meet other people that are, you know, wanting to lose weight, you know, that kind of thing. But then third is, um, most importantly, is to just get people their confidence back. You know, at least in America, we're not taught how to um, work out and, you know, do fitness and stuff. So people going to gym is very intimidating. But now you can do it at home and no one's judging you. No one's, um, you know, making fun of you or anything like that. It takes it to a whole new level. So Scaling this is going to be um, one of my main focuses for the second half of 2018 is how to get more and more people to do boot camps. And then second is, um, you know, I'm trying to also see which part of the 
community out there as far as customers goes wants like an email version workout versus the live training. So, um, you know, with their sending, you know, videos on how to do certain exercises and things like that, but you know, they may not need the accountability and just want a lower priced item for, you know, email workouts. Well, um, you know, that's something, the flip side of where I'm going is to see how well that works. In my mind, it doesn't make a lot of sense because um, with email workout, you're pushing yourself so you don't know if your intensity is high enough, you don't know if you're doing it correctly because no one's there watching your form, and you're going to get bored because, you know, you, um, yes, you have the direction to do it, but it's like in school, if the teacher's not there making you do the homework, you ain't going to be doing the homework. <laughs> Yeah, I think anyone who's who's had a gym membership or worked even with a personal trainer before understands the importance of that role of accountability that a personal trainer brings. So yeah. I guess that that is part of the challenge of taking things virtual is ensuring that there is um, some form of accountability built in to how the service is delivered, would you say? Yeah. And, you know, and as far as scaling goes, I mean, there's only so much you can do. I mean, being in the service industry, I love working with people. So I know I can, you know, I'm only capped out as to where I am. I can always charge more, but then do I lose more people and have to find more people? Um, so it's, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be a billionaire doing this, but if I, I'm trying to start, you know, allowing other trainers to grow their businesses through boot camps and stuff like that and, and have a good living where they can, be respectable and pay their bills and, you know, have money afterwards for vacations and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, what would you say to other, other people in any profession really that's, you know, typically done in a face-to-face -face way? What would you say to them about, about their potential fears to take things more virtual and, or look for ways to, to reimagine their service delivery into a more virtual space? You know, for example, like, financial planners or, um, you know, professional service type people who they typically do their face-to-face -face meetings with their clients. Um, there's nothing really preventing them from taking things virtual, right? So what would you say to people? That um, they need to start. I mean, I started, I guess, virtual um, just doing FaceTime back when it was, you know, popular on um, my iPhone, I FaceTime my brother, you know, five or six years ago and we play video games together and it's, he was in a different um, part of the country. So it was like we were hanging out, we could see each other, we could, you know, talk and catch up. And so just a lot of people are afraid of the camera. So, and they think that technology has to be so crazy. So, I mean, iPhones make it super simple to just hit call and it's just like a phone call except you see the person. So FaceTime has been, um, a good factor because older people are used to seeing their grandkids. So they like FaceTime because they're used to doing it anyway. Um, the more tech savvy people, I always try to get them to do Zoom because I like Zoom better for the features and stuff, but the ones that aren't, FaceTime works just as good on that part. And so the fear of like, you know, people thinking that it's less professional is a little, you know, old school thinking just because it's, you know, the wave of the future is going to be virtual everywhere. And um, it's funny you said financial planner because my clients um, were shopping around for school um, programs for her kids. And this financial planner wanted her to meet 45 minutes downtown Milwaukee. And then she'd have to drive 45 minutes back. She's like, 
why don't I just make this a virtual session and I don't have to drive anywhere. I can spend more time with my kids and my business and less time in the car. So you're doing your customers a huge favor by not having to um, worry about the driving time and vice versa, you can reach that many more people. You know, if you're in the US market and hire more employees and hit the Europe market or hit the Asian market or whatever. Um, and it works for, I mean, if you're a plumber, you know, do a virtual session and save the person instead of $99 to drive all the way to their house, you charge them $29 and you're on a 10 minute phone call with them. And then you can just hit more of those per hour and you'll make more with less wear and tear in your vehicle and all that kind of stuff than you would doing anything else. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? The idea of even a plumber, you know, when it comes to more information-based call call outs, um, you know, that they can diagnose or, or solve over the phone or over a video call even even better. Like, uh, you know, the power of, of being able to be in many places at once practically is uh, right. what we're talking about here, yeah. And I think that would be a lot better for a lot of industries to do because you'd just be able to maximize your effectiveness. So as opposed to them charging a hundred bucks and being there for three minutes, they could just do it over video and be done with it and move on to the next customer. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Look, um, this has been a really good chat, Jeff. And I know that, uh, you know, our listeners have hopefully just started to think a little bit differently about what they're doing in their business and, and what they can do more virtual um, for all of these reasons that we've talked about. So just to wrap up, Jeff, where, um, where could people find out more about you and, and maybe, you know, have you as their virtual trainer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my business is called total body construction. So you need to go to totalbodyconstruction.com or I shortened it to tbc.fit and you can click on there. My calendar link is there and I, and I always give free 30 minutes, um, health assessments with people. So anyone that is looking to, you know, get their health questions answered, see what they should be doing as far as guidelines to you know, lose weight or change their health in any manner. Um, I'm just here to help people. Whether you sign up with me or not is irregardless. I love meeting new people and um, making connections. So please take me up on my offer and get in my calendar and let's do a free assessment. Cool. And we'll have all those links in the show notes page for this episode as well, guys. So, um, you know, make sure you check out the show notes page. Jeff, thanks for your time today. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. I had a good time on your show. All right. So thanks again to Jeff McMahon. As mentioned, you can learn more about him and check out some of his boot camps and coaching programs, virtual of course, or take the free assessment over at tbc.fit. That's TBC for Total Body Constructions, tbc.fit. And you'll find show notes and links for this episode over at engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 56. And a big shout out to those who have recently left a review on iTunes for the show. I really appreciate the support and the feedback I've been getting since we pivoted into the Engage Video Marketing podcast. So thank you so much for that. And if you haven't left a rating or review yet, please I encourage you to jump on over to engagevideomarketing.com slash iTunes and do so now. Super thankful for you. Thank you so much. Now, next week, I'm super pumped to be bringing you an interview with Emery Wells. He's the CEO and founder of Frame.io. And if you haven't heard of Frame.io yet, let me tell you, you've got to listen to next week's show as we explore this platform that he's built further and unpack the importance of collaboration 
in a video production workflow. Now, Frame.io is a, a cloud-based platform that we've been using extensively in my video production and strategy agency for more than a year now, and we are absolutely loving it. So I'm really excited to bring Emery to you next week. If you're creating video for your brand or for your clients, then you really cannot miss this episode. So to wet your whistle, here's a taste of next week's chat with Emery Wells from Frame.io. If you're an internal team, this is where it's really hurting you. And you know, if you want to have a video strategy and say, Hey, we're going to be, we're going to be like Buzzfeed and produce X number of videos per day or per week or per month. And they, they produce an astronomical amount of videos. You have to have a really tight process that allows you to do it efficiently. You have to build an engine uh, to do that efficiently. And, and I mean, like they're doing at a huge scale, even at a small scale, it, this just saves you so much you know, time. It keeps you organized. So that's next week for episode 57 of the podcast. But for now, that's it for this show. So reach out to me anytime with feedback or just to say hi. You can email me at podcast at engagevideomarketing.com. Look, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and I'm here to help you engage your audience to action through effective online video strategy. And I'll be back in your eardrums next week. See you then.